Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Thursday, June 23rd, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. The fifth hearing of the House January 6th committee focused on the showdown between Donald Trump and members of his Justice Department. Three former justice officials testified. Jeffrey Rosen, who was attorney general during the insurrection, Richard Donahue, Rosen's deputy AG, and Steve Engel, who was an assistant attorney general for the Office of Legal Counsel. Now the January 6th committee says it's taking a break to process new evidence, and the next hearings have been pushed to July. Following the 2020 election, several members of Trump's Justice Department assured him there had been no fraud. Richard Donahue, then the acting deputy attorney general, testified that Trump was told they could not snap their fingers and just overturn the election. But he responded very quickly and said, essentially, uh, that's not what I'm asking you to do. What I'm just asking you to do is just say it was corrupt and leave the rest to me and the Republican congressman. Meaning congressmen who supported overturning the election. Federal agents have searched the home of former DOJ official Jeffrey Clark. Now, you might not know his name yet, but you're going to hear it a lot on today's January 6th hearing. Clark played a critical role in Donald Trump's attempts at overturning the 2020 election results. In the days leading up to the January 6th attack, Trump tried to install Clark as attorney general. And while it's not clear what the feds were looking for, the DOJ is investigating whether Trump's actions regarding the 2020 election broke the law. In the first major Supreme Court decision on guns in more than a decade, the justices have struck down a New York state law that required private citizens to show proper cause to get a concealed firearm permit. The 6-3 decision, written by Clarence Thomas, says New York's century-old law prevents law-abiding citizens with, quote, ordinary self-defense needs from exercising their Second Amendment rights. New York is one of eight states that requires gun owners to show proper cause to get a concealed carry permit. The federal trial against five members of the Proud Boys for their role in the January 6th attack is getting bumped to December. Both sides agreed to the delay. The defense says its clients won't get an impartial jury in D.C. right now while many are glued to the January 6th hearings. Meanwhile, the prosecution says the committee's final report could help its case that the Proud Boys engaged in seditious conspiracy, which basically amounts to treason. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens, so check back whenever you want to know the latest. 
Coming up, we play two headlines and a lie with our friends at Morning Brew. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Calendly, Gong, and HubSpot. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. Ukraine is one step closer to becoming part of the European Union. The European Parliament voted overwhelmingly today to approve Ukraine as a candidate to join, along with Moldova and Georgia, although it could easily take more than a decade for the process to play out. The vote is a blow to Putin. All three countries are former Soviet republics. First coronavirus, then monkeypox, now polio is back on the menu, apparently. Can we get a little more creative here? The UK Health Security Agency says there may be some spread of polio happening in small clusters in London based on samples found in sewage. The UK has been polio-free for almost two decades, and while experts say there haven't been any confirmed cases yet, polio could pose a risk to those people who haven't been vaccinated. Donald Trump is not having the best week. First, the January 6th committee hearings are detailing his frantic efforts to stay in office. Then, two of the candidates he endorsed in Georgia lost on Tuesday. And now, a new poll in New Hampshire, the first primary state and red one, gives Florida Governor Ron DeSantis a slight lead over Trump for the 2024 GOP presidential race. Of course, neither man has declared he's running yet. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. You get it. One gas station is selling the most expensive gas in the country at over $9 a gallon. And yes, you guessed it, it's in California. The station in Mendocino is the only one in the cliffside town of about 800 people north of San Francisco. And it's even drawing tourists to Ogle at the high prices. But the station's owner, who sets the amounts herself, says she doesn't give a diddle what anyone thinks of her price gouging. For the first time in history, a bloodhound has won the top prize at the Westminster Dog Show. With his droopy features that make him look eternally sad, the bloodhound is probably the perfect pick for 2022. Fun fact for you, prior to inflation, COVID, and the war in Ukraine, believe it or not, this dog was actually a very happy golden retriever. It's time for our weekly game, Two Headlines and a Lie. Our friends over at Morning Brew, the daily newsletter, play this game every Thursday. And of course, Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to play with us. So Maddie, remind our listeners how the game works. So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them might seem like they're real, but one is more fake than my vet's confidence that I can successfully administer my cat's dewormer. (laughs) You know what? I've also had a week, uh, Rebecca, so <laughs> not as bad as yours. But <laughs> For our listeners, um, my dog has fleas and my boyfriend has COVID, so I really need a win. And we actually beat Maddie last week, Dave, and maybe we can do it again this week. I believe in us. I think we can do it. <laughs> this is the first week I'm actually rooting for you, Rebecca. So <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Headline A. Fluffy crab that wears a sponge as a hat discovered in Western Australia. Aw. I love it. Headline B. Thief returns to steal family's second car while they're on the phone reporting the first to police. And headline C. NFT NYC 
thought naming food after popular NFTs would be fun until it realized no one would buy the ape burger. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Rebecca, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on this? Little crab with a sponge for a hat. Adorable. I have to believe that's true. I'm going to say that's true. And the NFT NYC. I mean, come on. Okay, so yeah, the crab, adorable, wearing a sponge for a hat. How dare you? That's too cute. I love that. But you know what? I'm going to say that's false. Okay, and to me, B, a thief returning to steal a second car, seems so realistic and like an everyday kind of thing that I'm going to say that B is the fake headline. Okay, so both of you are wrong. Whoa. Uh, those are both correct headlines. The NFT NYC one is actually the fake headline. <laughs> wow, we both won last week and Maddie came back with a vengeance and just crushed us this week. You know what, Maddie? I like you, so it's okay if you beat me and took away the little joy I had today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maddie, do you want to go ahead and explain what the true headlines are all about? I would love to because I think the fluffy crab with a hat is going to bring back joy for you, Rebecca. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, the quote-unquote fluffy crab that wears a sponge as a hat has been discovered in Western Australia. The new species is a member of the sponge crab family. They oh. use their claws to trim <laughs> sea sponges and then wear them on their heads, I guess, <laughs> uh, for protection. They even have hind legs that were especially adapted to hold up the sponge hats. That's adorable. I really wish I would have adopted a sponge crab instead of a two-month-old puppy right now. So thank you for that. <laughs> it's adorable. The sponge crab. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, the thief in the UK stole a family's jaguar from their driveway. Then as they were reporting the theft to police, he came back and stole their other car, which was a BMW. The culprit is now starting a seven-year prison sentence. He went in and had one car to steal in mind, and then he looked at the other car and was like, oh, I got to come back for that one. <laughs> he flew too close to the sun. This is yeah. true. You know? Icarus over here. All right. Well, you know what, Maddie? Thank you so much. You killed us this time. Bye, Maddie. Be sure to subscribe to Morning Brew and listen to the Refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another Two Headlines and a Lie. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. Talk to you soon. Bye.